0: Hello and welcome back to the Diz Dads Podcast Plus. I'm your host, Aaron Ripmaster, and with me tonight, record episode number 23, are my co-hosts, Tim Hicks. Hey howdy, hey, Willie Crocker. Hey guys, welcome back. And after being pulled from his bed, (laughs) Willie's brother Jay. Welcome to the show, Jay.
1: Thank you very much, guys. I'm glad to be here. Hey, thanks for putting on
0: clothes for us. No problem. (laughs) So uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about our favorite Disney cast member experiences. We know that so many of us have those extra special memories that have been made because of the extra effort that Disney cast members go to make your vacation extra special. And we're going to talk about some examples of those in just a minute. But before we get to that, we need to say thank you to our podcast sponsors. Uh, first, Wicked Mouse Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner, and Mouse Master Travel, also an authorized Disney vacation planner. Both of them would love to help you with your next Disney destination vacation. You can check them out online, respectively, at wickedmousetravel.com and at mousemastertravel.com. And as always, Kingdom Strollers, Orlando's Premium Stroller and Crib Rental Vendor, a great help when you're traveling with younger kids. Uh, Go check them out at KingdomStrollers.com. You'll get a product that's a quality product, well cared for, a lot more convenient, and usually even less expensive uh, than it would cost you to be renting a stroller every day in a Disney park. It's KingdomStrollers.com. All right, guys. um, So... We're going to talk about favorite cast experiences, but, you know, we, it's been a few weeks since we've mentioned we're, we need to do a quick round of what's in your glass. Um, so, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and start, um, Tim, my glass is in your honor. Um, it's actually rum this time around. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, a, a Ron Barcelo, um, Dominican Republic rum.
2: Excellent. Excellent.
0: How about you, Tim? What did you get?
2: Well, tonight's selection comes from uh, the islands of uh, Trinidad and Tobago. This is, um, uh, the rum is called Zaya. It is a, and I just learned what this meant uh, in January. It's a 12 to 16 year old rum. And I thought, what, they don't know if it's 12 or 16 years old. And then I found out, oh, it's because they don't drain all the rum out of the barrel when they bottle it. So you've got some in here as as young as 12 and as old as 16. It's delicious. Very very, uh, molasses forward flavor.
0: Uh, all right, so Tim and I are drinking rum. How about how about you, uh, Willie? What do you got?
3: I got bourbon. Just drinking some buff-
2: Buffalo Trace. Old oh, Buffalo Trace. Buy. Yeah. Hey, I just oh. got my uh my most recent shipment of Buffalo Trace infused coffee pods this morning. Do you That's like some awesome them? stuff. I love it. It's delicious. Yeah. It's right down
3: the street from Jay's house. That's right. Oh, there you go. Oh.
0: And Jay, uh, you know, we we pulled you out of bed. Uh, hopefully you don't have a cup of NyQuil with you or anything like that. Uh, you're feeling well and ready to, uh, share some of your favorite Disney cast member stories with
1: us. Absolutely. Um, sadly, I don't even have a glass of water with me right now, but, uh, next time I'm on the show, I'll, uh, I'll make sure that I'm more prepared with something delicious to talk about.
0: Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, all right. So, you know, the topic at hand here: um, great Disney cast member moments. And I want to be clear up front here too. I think that sometimes people confuse great cast member interactions with free stuff. And I want to be very clear: that's not what this is about. This is not about tips and tricks to get free stuff, because frankly, to my mind, it sort of undermines the whole the whole process here and the whole experience. Indeed. What we're talking about is the 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 level of guest service that happens at Disney because cast members are being observant because the company is committed to guests having an excellent experience. And and we wanted to share some um, examples of that with you that we've experienced over the years in the parks or on the cruise line or wherever, but part of our Disney vacations. Um, And because it was, uh, Jay, that suggested the topic originally to Willie. That's why we brought him on. So, Jay, why don't you get us rolling and share an example of one of those stories?
1: Sure, I'd be glad to. Um, one of the first ones for me that comes to mind is the very first year that we had bought into the Disney Vacation Club uh, back in 2015. It was, I guess you would call it our welcome home trip. Um, and we weren't really sure what to expect Um Insofar as um, being in a DVC resort versus staying at a at a one of any one of the other number of resorts on on property, uh, because we had bought um, on the resale market uh, sight unseen, we hadn't toured anything, done anything like that. So um, we were kind of wondering if this venture had been something that we would want it to be. So the uh, the second night of our vacation, we had booked um, a reservation at the um California grill at the top of the uh contemporary and we were um you know escorted to the elevator escorted upstairs um seated almost right away at a table for two and immediately uh our server her name was Chris um she was perhaps one of the most attentive and um and kind and um i, I don't know just You know, overall, exuded exactly what Disney um, tries to do with all of their cast members. Um, You know, she served us our dinner. We ordered appetizers, salads, desserts, drinks. She was happy to make recommendations. And I remember that my husband just looked across the table. We were about ten or fifteen minutes in, and he said, "This is why we bought into Disney because of this right here." Yeah. Um. And we haven't moved back since. Yeah. I mean, the the idea is that every time we go we have some sort of moment like that i'm not saying every single one but you know i remember her name 5 years later um and i could tell you where we sat and what we ate and everything because she, it was it was her she made that meal just as fabulous just like the food was fabulous the drinks were fabulous it was it was about her
0: well and actually you say it was about her but it was about i i feel like the the real key here is that it was about you right she made it about you and, and that is what makes it, um, an experience that's memorable that, you know, you just can't forget five years later, you still remember her name. Um, because it it really was an experience. Yeah. She made recommendations, but they were recommendations that were specific to you. Um, it it wasn't just a rote repetition of the specials of the day kind of
1: thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would say that, um, you know, having never even known of the California Grill, uh, you know, and, and my brother was like, oh, you should eat there. Uh, you, you know, it was it was really nice to just go up there. Not really certain what the menu would hold. Um, I'm someone who doesn't eat seafood. Uh, so, uh, you know, I make that known to the to the uh, wait staff wherever we go. And she was just phenomenal. And yeah, she made she made it about us. You're right. While while it was her that helped to make the experience so phenomenal, it was about us. Um, and it, it ended up being just an incredible night. We got to go out and see the fireworks. We um happened to be there um when the Magic Kingdom was open until two AM. So we left and went back and uh got you know, got to get on all the attractions, et cetera. It was a fabulous evening. Very cool.
0: Very cool. So that's a great restaurant experience uh from Jay. Uh you know, Tim, do you have a a Disney cast member story that you'd like to share?
2: Oh man, there are so many, and 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 it, it, just to expand on what you were saying, um, yes, it is about you. It's kind of like you ever been to a restaurant where the waiter is like, you almost feel like he's doing extra stuff just to be able to get a better tip from you or something. <laughs> that's how Disney service in general is, and that's that's it's something that just I never ever get tired of. Um, a couple of years ago, when we were on a Disney cruise, uh, I, you know, happened to like to. And God, you're going to think I'm such a lush, right? But uh, going to we, think? Okay, you already think it's okay. All right, I'm not calling. I can. I can. I can deal with it. But anyway. <laughs> Um, there was uh, uh, one certain bartender that uh, uh, that worked at the fro window where you get uh, the only place on the ship where you can get um, your dole whips especially with rum right. okay so um, because he you know always was so friendly so kind um, you, you know usually generous with the pores. Uh, you know, I've always made it a, uh, a habit to tip them a little bit extra. I mean, when you're buying drinks on Disney Cruise Line, they already add the, a gratuity to your check. So I, you know, toss them a couple, few extra bucks. What does it matter to me? Not a lot. But then um, we went, uh, we got off the boat on Castaway Key. Well, here's this bartender working at one of the uh, the bars that's there on the island. Well, as much as anything. I really, really enjoy the conk cooler. If you've never been on a Disney cruise, gotten off on Castaway Key, and had a conk cooler, you have missed part of life—an essential part <laughs> of life. Okay, but uh, so we we bellied up there, and uh, they had these cups that look like you know, like like bamboo tree um, uh, kind of sort of thing, and really they're only supposed to be for kids' drinks. But my wife wanted one, so we said, "Hey, you know." Uh, can we get, you know, get a conch cooler in one of these cups? Well, guess who was the bartender? It was the guy from Frozone. Oh. And, uh, he goes, well, it'll cost you a little bit extra. I'm like, I don't care. If she wants the cup. We're going to get the cup. So he pulls down the cups and then he looks at him. He lets us look at him. He goes, wait, I think we have some better cups over here. So he goes over and gets cups that have a, a more distinct imprint of Disney Cruise Line on them. So he starts making the conch coolers and, um, uh, he's got the stuff in the blender and and those two cups there. Well, the supervisor walks over and says, "You can't put alcohol in those cups." He just reaches over and grabs the bottle of Malibu and just looks her dead in the eye while he just dumps Malibu into the blender. <laughs> 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 we were like, "Oh yeah, baby." <laughs> <laughs> so you know where, where you where you think uh you might be doing a little extra something for somebody it comes back to you with these guys they're they're just that they're that attentive and the fact that he knew us from you know from on the ship right. uh you know because i paid him a little extra attention man he gave us some love right back
0: right and, and he made that extra connection he really did yeah i mean so i'm going to share an example that that I feel fairly certain that if I had shared it immediately after it happened, the cast member might actually have gotten in trouble um, <laughs> but but it was such a great unique experience. I have to share it anyway um, so this was a trip uh, probably like our second Disney trip so you know it's been a while the the kids were pretty young but um, it, young enough that at that point. There were, especially at Hollywood Studios, there's always was always a point in the day where my daughter and I would head down, uh, you know, uh, what Sunset Boulevard to ride rock and roller coaster and Tower of Terror, and you know my uh, wife and son would head someplace else because he was too short to do uh Rock and Roller Coaster and doesn't even like to be in the shadow of Tower of Terror. So my daughter and I went down Sunset Boulevard. We rode Tower of Terror and then we went, rode Rock and Roller Coaster and we got off Rock and Roller Coaster and there was a college program kid in the store there in in uh, Rock and Roller Coaster and um Michaela says you know he asks her about the ride. She said it was great. He said, "Oh, it's your favorite ride, right?" And she said, "Well, no, really Tower of Terror is my favorite." <laughs> and he said, "Oh, really?" Uh, have you gotten a chance to ride it today? And we said, yeah, we'd already ridden it. We'd used a, a a fast pass. And he said, well, tell you what, come here. So he takes out a a business card. He scribbles on the back. Uh, and he says, you need to go find the cast member, uh, at, and in the store at Tower of Terror, uh, gave us her name, said, give her this and tell her I sent you. Okay. So I look at the back, the back of the card says he'd handwritten, um, backstage pass. We walk around to tower of terror. We hand it to the cast member who starts giggling immediately says, all right, come with me (laughs) and takes us to the, um, actually Tim, you're probably familiar to the elevator for the handicapped accessible entrance, um, takes us straight up and just, deposits us in front of the elevators and says, enjoy.
2: Yes, sir. <laughs> and
0: I mean, we, we didn't ask for anything. We didn't have anything that they needed to make up for. It's just somebody who, who was in the spirit of the moment with my daughter and caught that she was excited. And she clearly had had a great ride on rock and roller coaster, but still had the, um, you know, senses about her to say, yes, I had a great time, but I liked tower even better. um, and then rewarded her by sending her back to tower.
3: And those are the things the kids will remember the rest of their life. Like, Oh yeah. There's nothing that sticks out. Like, remember that time, dad? Like it's right. Exactly. Boom. It's, you know, it it used to be like the old um, magic fast pass. that would come out. Like you'd go to Peter Pan
1: and you would scan
3: your, and the magic fast pass would come out like, and you got magic. And you were like, "Oh, so cool!" But like, really, you walk into still <laughs> our magic. But it was the thought of you got the
0: yeah
3: right. the magic fast pass. Or even if you got Dumbo at that time, it was still a cool one. Oh, sure. Before they moved it, right, right. So,
0: well, but, so do you have your your own example for us, Willie?
3: I do. Mine was January two thousand four. It was right after New Year's. I was on vacation with um, my wife and two of my good friends. I miss my good friend, Tom Gloa. Rest in peace, buddy. Um, we were walking down Main Street. It was about 8.45 in the morning, and I was acting like a probably a four- or five-year-old. <laughs> bouncing. I was bouncing off the walls.
0: So a normal like morning just, at Disney with yeah, Willie. Okay.
3: Right, exactly. You exactly. And this guy came out right near the ice cream place, near the plaza, and said, can I speak with you real quick? And I literally like, went into panic mode at first, because I was like, this guy's trying to sell me DVC, he's trying to sell me a timeshare, <laughs> he's got a suit on, his name is Dean, and I looked at him and I said, what can you help me with? And he says, you look like you're having a blast. Are you? And I said, yes, I am. He says, I am going to ask you if you would like to do something for me today. And I said, oh, what? He says, I would like for you to be the Grand Marshal of the Parade of the Magic Kingdom today.
0: Oh, awesome.
3: Let me tell you. I I still smile. Yeah. I still have pictures of it. I can tell you to this day. I literally, I don't think I could even ride a ride from that time until 2.15 when we met over by Splash Mountain, and we literally, we were like pinching ourselves for hours, just like, is this real? Is this really going to happen? Are, like, is this fake? You know, like you don't, you just, it, you don't, it doesn't comprehend till, till you get over there. And we sat down in Walt's old car, and it was my wife and I, and cast member in the front and the parade started and you don't realize how long that parade is when you're waving your hand like this
2: <laughs> until princess wave yes so princess yeah. wave
3: and they they're like you need to switch hands switch hands switch hands. like they they're they're reminding you to switch hands switch hands and you don't think about it until god I don't think we got to country bear jamboree and I was just like Oh my god, we gotta switch hands. And like, by the time you get to Hall of Presidents, you're like, "Are we done yet?" And you know the the route is still so much longer. And they took so many great pictures of us. They they treated us like royalty. We got um, Mickey ears with our names on them. We we have a plaque. We have everything that was just so perfect. And Dean, thank you so much. I wish I got your last name when I was there, but. It was amazing.
0: See, and that's another good example of a cast member who you didn't ask for anything. You weren't wearing a button that says, pay attention to me. You weren't doing anything other than enjoying your experience. And they met you where you were.
3: Exactly. I mean, I was just, I was just excited to be back at the Magic Kingdom because I hadn't been in probably four or five years, maybe longer. Because you know, I've been poor college kid,
0: right? It, right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, anybody else have a an, another story they want to share?
1: Just I'm up. sure Jay does. Oh, I, yeah. I was to say I've, I've got a few. Um, I think another one that that sticks out in my mind happened. Um, it was three years ago. I, I believe it was 2017. Um, we were in animal kingdom uh one morning and i was texting with a friend of mine who had done the college program and then she um she worked for disney cruise line she worked in tokyo disney um and and i sent her some pictures and i said i said oh um you know i'm in animal kingdom today and she she said oh really um give me just a few minutes and i'm gonna call you and i said okay no problem so she um she apparently, uh, makes a few phone calls and she says, you need to go to the one o'clock show at, um, at the lion King. And I said, oh, oh, well, I, I have a fast pass for it or, or whatever time it was, you know, the, it was the afternoon one. I think it's one o'clock, maybe one 30. Um, and she said, no, 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 don't use your fast pass. Um, go to the kiosk at, um, at, uh, at, at, at the exit. And, um, you know, let them know that, that you're on the list for VIP seats. And I thought, oh my gosh, VIP seats. That sounds great. And, um, and so I went there very nervous because again, I'm not one that asks for anything or, um, or is looking for, for things, but my, my friend had done this for me. So I walked up very nervously and said, excuse me. And she said, oh yes, your name is right here. You're a party of two. Uh, great. Um, we're, we're excited VIP seating, you know, you'll be on those benches down right in the front. She said, but we have to load you, you know, at different times as, you know, so we're going to let the fast passers in, et cetera. And I said, okay. So we waited and eventually she, um, she, you know, she comes back and she says, okay, follow me. And we are seated in the, um, in the elephant section. Uh, and right away, uh, you, you know, you realize that you are on the front row. Um, so you might be making some sort of uh, animal noise uh, for the for the production. Luckily, not chosen. Our, our friend was. Um, and so uh, we we go through the entire show. And, and I remember thinking to myself, wow, that was a real treat to see, you know, the uh, the Lion King show front row i always wondered how you sat at those at those um at those seats down there you know just right in the middle of the action where you could feel the heat from uh you know from the fire batons you could see the tumble monkeys and all those really great things and as the show is ending um a woman with a headset runs up to us and taps us on the legs and she says follow me and and we said, oh, and and I was worried that like we had done something wrong, or you know, again, like <laughs> Willie said, you know, when somebody at Disney says, you know, hey, do this, you, you kind of get a little nervous, like, uh oh, did I break a rule? Did I do something wrong? And so they lead us out this this side entrance and they say, Stand here a minute. Um, we have a surprise for you. So we we wait just a moment and after that, um, A woman comes out um, and and she says, oh, you're friends with my friend, and I I don't want to use names because I don't want to get anybody in trouble if they've done anything wrong, but I don't think they have. Um, And she says, "Um, I'm from Kentucky, too, and um, any friend of hers is a friend of mine, and she gives me a hug. And then out comes about half of the cast of The Lion King show, lines up against the wall, and we take uh, picture after picture together with all kinds of uh, different poses with all kinds of different animals and people and everything and to see those pictures much like willie said when he was grand marshal you feel like you are a six year old again um where these people have worked to make it about you and to make it that special moment um to where as as adults in the park without kids um it really just felt like you know everything that I talk about why I love Disney came into confluence again there. Um, and those five minutes of, of picture taking with, with those people, it was incredible.
0: That's great. Love those, those sort of special moments that, that get you a, a look behind the scenes a little bit.
3: Yeah. The text messages were a little annoying because
0: uh, yeah. oh I got God. like 450 <laughs> pictures. <so>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm at Disney. It, it, I think it was, was it a, November trip or it was,
1: uh, it was an October, October
3: trip yeah. trip. yeah. So I was up here in Boston freezing and, yeah. and he was down at Disney.
0: Yeah. Lucky you. Yes. Well, so I, I want to mention another park story um, because we've had such great interactions in parks with cast members. And, um, first one, you know, I talked about my daughter at Hollywood studios. Um, we were at uh, Disney's animal kingdom and, uh, my son was, you know, having a bit of a rough time. He was in that transition period where he was starting to like the bigger, more intense rides, but like not all that much. Like it was kind of funny. We rode, um, he, that was the trip where he rode, uh, Expedition Everest for the first time. And we got off of Everest and his, uh, immediate pronouncement was, that was awesome. So I asked him, do you want to go back? And he says, No. No, I think I, I think if I rode a second time, I would throw up. But I could ride a third time. But if we rode four times, I'd throw up again. I think we'll just skip it.
2: That's the logical mind.
0: Exactly. Uh, but anyway, so we're just kind of, you know, looking for something to do to kind of wander around and, and um, cool off after getting off of that, that first ride on, on Everest. And we were exploring up the um the the uh, uh gorilla falls trek right going yeah. up the the trek and there's a spot in there that is kind of um well it's covered uh it's kind of you're going through a um it's a covered area and if you look through the window the gorillas are there through the windows it's it's the whole African thing and there's a a cast member there from Botswana who is um he's got Mancala in front of him, and you know he's kind of talking to other kids about the game, and you can see that he's trying really hard to engage these kids. And most of the other kids that were stopping were just stopping because they were little kids who saw the beads and wanted to play with the beads. Um, and then my son sees it, and he immediately goes over and starts looking. And the cast member starts going into his spiel, and you can almost see his eyes starting to roll back in his head. He's like, I say this thing over and over, but when he says, do you know this game? My son responds with, yes, we play at school sometimes. And so immediately he like brightens up. And what started as, you know, my son fiddling with the little colored stones became probably a half hour masterclass <laughs> with the cast member from Botswana, giving him all the insider tips on, you know, how to play and win at Mancala.
1: That's really cool. That's wonderful that's like
3: that's what like the whole experience is all about like you don't get that at any other no, theme park nowhere i mean you name it nowhere
0: and i mean like, he was so patient with him you know my son was trying to argue with him about the rules at one point it's like <laughs> believe me, trust me here
3: <laughs> <laughs> your homemade rules don't count <laughs>
2: Yeah, he, <laughs> right. This guy knows a thing or two about this game, okay? But, oh my gosh, I haven't played that in probably 15 years. Yeah. Oh.
0: But just a, It was such a great experience, and, and it was one of those things where it, it, it could have been a really awful part of the day, right? We were bracing for this to be meltdown time because he'd just gotten off the ride that was, you know, super intense and deciding he wasn't ready to do super intense again and trying to kind of fill time a little bit. And instead of it just being filling time, it was probably the best experience of the day
2: that's wonderful it's amazing hmm. yeah i've got one I've got another story Go ahead, Tim. And, and, and i don't mean, i don't want to sound braggadocious about this because this was not our intention at all but in october 20, uh, 2007 was um when Angie and I got married and we spent eight days uh, for a honeymoon in in Disney World, and we've talked about this before, and I'm sure I've sh- I've shared this story before too. But it's just such an amazing story. I, I enjoy telling it. Um, we were on our next to last day, and we were in Hollywood Studios, and we had discovered how much we really enjoyed riding Rock and Roller Coaster. Okay, and we we. um had ridden it once or twice, and uh, you know, so we decided, okay, I'm going to fast pass this, rock and roller coaster, and then we're going to just go over to Tower of Terror until it's time for us to, you know, get our fast pass. And this is when they still had the paper fast passes, right? So, I walked up to the fast pass machine and stuck my card in, and it spit it out and said, oh, it's, you know, it's too early, you know, you've already, you've got to wait for an hour before you can have another one. I'm like, oh, shoot. So, Happened to be a cast member behind the machine working on a different machine. He goes, uh, What happened? Are you too early? And I said, Yeah, I think I'm just a few minutes too early. He goes, Oh, no, you're not. He opens the back of this machine and grabs a lot of fast passes and just hands them <laughs> to me. He says, Come see me when you run out and I'll give you some more. So we rode and rode and rode and rode and rode. We, we were down to where we knew every single turn to you know, spot in the music. <laughs> and we saw him probably four or five hours later, still riding the ride. And he goes, How are you on fast passes? I said, oh, look, you know, I held up my little stack. We just had a few, a few more left. So we we're still good. We still got a few more. He goes, Oh no, you're not. <laughs> was that another <laughs> stack? reload. Wow. And we rode that, we rode rock and roller coaster 17 times back to back. And there was one time that we got off the ride and the, and the ride operator on the back end was like, You really like this ride, don't you? And like <laughs> we're like, love it. He goes, Well, just go through this door right here. And it's the pathway that goes around, back around to the entrance of the ride. (laughs) So we just walk out and here we are at the front of the ride. How many? Two. Actually, you know, it's two. Yeah. Rock and roll. Yeah. Two. And they're like, "Uh, you want the front seat this time? Like, sure. (laughs) The (laughs) front seat is good though. The front's good and the back is good. But the front gives you the leg room. I'm tall. Yes. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's not that we were, you know, we're gunning for any, trying to get anything. You know, we were just there, we, you know, uh, right. Angie had her, her, um, bridal veil ears on and I had my top hat ears on and, you know, of course we're going to draw attention to ourselves, but it's not, it was not our intention to, you know, get anything from anybody other than, you know, just walk around and cast members will say, Hey, congratulations, you know, that sort of thing. Right, that, right. That's great. But no, we, we, we. We got the royal treatment when it came came to rock and roll air coaster.
0: That's great, so uh Willie you got another one for us?
3: I don't off the top of my head because I mean, I remember it was last year we did our VIP tour, and it happened to also be my birthday. And I mean, I got treated like royalty everywhere I went, but it was it was more just the happy birthday was so over-the-top and such a great thing. And, of course, I love to celebrate my birthday, just like (laughs) my brother does. Oh, yeah. We celebrate birthday month, and I let everyone know. But most people don't know you get a VIP birthday button if you're on a VIP tour on your
0: birthday. Uh Ah, good tip.
3: And it's very, very rare. Most people do not have one, and they... A lot of the cast members were very jealous and in awe of my button, hm. and I'm still holding on to it. I believe it's in my office. Hold on, I might have it. It's right there.
0: Oh, there you go. We'll take a picture. Ooh. We'll toss it in the show notes.
3: yeah, that's great. yeah, it's it's VIP tours and I, it's the funny thing is it's in as William because legally I am William. And everyone would say "Happy birthday, William!" And my kids would look and be like, "Who's William?" William. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it was nice, yeah. So I will take a picture.
0: Cool. So I also want to give a shout out to a fantastic uh, uh, resort cast member. And this one, I have to you know be a little bit self-effacing and and <laughs> slightly embarrassed. You know, I always say that that. Um, a travel agent's worst client is themselves. Um, so, uh, let's see, it w- this was for the, my first, uh, earmarked owners conference. So would have been what, three years ago, Willie?
3: Yes. Okay. Yeah, we were, we were there together.
0: Right. So about three years ago. And, um, the the way the conference worked is there was a block of rooms and you could check in, um, and then the conference started the the next day. And the conference was like a, a Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or something like that, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday. No,
3: no, 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 no. Okay, I it got was, it all mixed up. You We me. arrived on Mother's Day.
0: Oh, that's right. We
3: suppo- and we okay. all got so much grief for well, well, arriving on Mother's. Day. Here was the thing:
0: we had to arrive on Mother's Day because the the we were going to have to arrive on Mother's Day because the the conference was going to start on the Monday <laughs> on the next day. Monday. Correct, right? And the thing is that when I went to go, um, I, I made my reservation for the conference first, and then I went to go deal with the airfare. And when I went to deal with the airfare, there was a flight. That um got in really late on Saturday, and I figured, oh, no big deal. I'll get it. you know if I'm already going to have to miss Mother's Day because I'm traveling, I might as well go ahead and save the money and book the cheap flight. And I'm sure that what caught me, because I would have seen it on my calendar, but what caught me is it left so late, and I'm traveling from the central time zone to Eastern time zone. That by the time I landed in the Eastern time zone, it was the next day, right? So, I didn't even think about the fact that my resort check-in, which was on, you know, the day of my arrival, according to my notes, was actually the next day because I was getting in at 2 (laughs) a.m. So, I have no problems at all at Magical Express. I check in just fine with them. They drop me off at Grand Floridian. I go up to the desk to check in at Grand Floridian, and the cast member at the desk says, well, I'm not finding a reservation here. I'm starting to panic. She says, give me a second. She looks. She says, okay, I see what's going on. You're not supposed to check in until tomorrow. I said, like okay well you know what at this point it, i mean literally it was 2am i was like i'll just hang out is there any chance you have a, a an open room that i could pay for as just a day room um and she says she starts looking around and you're poking around and, and uh she says well let me go talk to super, supervisor i think i have something for you so she goes and i'm still standing around i'm exhausted because now it's you know 2:30 whatever finally she gets back and What she had managed to do was get me checked into my room a day early, didn't charge me for the extra night, and, you know, the cast member helped me with bags at three in the morning (laughs) to to get to my room. It it was one of those things where it was a simple mistake. It was the kind of mistake that I would only make on my own reservation (laughs) because I'm not paying enough attention to my own stuff. You know, if it was a client, I would have been double and triple checking, but of course it was mine, so I didn't. Um, And it could have made that an awful first experience because I could have been starting off my very first, you know, earmarked donors conference exhausted from napping in the lobby at, you know, Grand Floridian until I could check in the next afternoon Uh, who's
3: the homeless guy. Exactly. Uh,
0: (laughs) Um, and I mean, I was, you know, I was sitting there standing at the front desk while she's going to talk to somebody like trying to on my phone search and see if I could, you know, just get a room at you know, all stars for the night. And I'd try and get a, a cab over or something, but you know, I could have done that and I, you know, once you figure the time for a car to get to me and for me to get there and to get checked in there, I mean, it would have been four or five AM by the time I was actually getting into a room. They got me into a room two hours early, my room, so I didn't have to move again. Um, and you know, much more comfortable, obviously. And you know, I was upfront with them. I said, If you need to charge me, here's the card. And she's like, No, don't worry about it. Wow. So Super huge kudos to uh, the the cast members at, at Grand Floridian because that would have been a rather expensive one extra night for one person.
2: Right. Uh, yes. You know, here's the thing. You, you can't count on those things to happen, and I wouldn't want anybody that's no, listening no. to think, oh, yeah. And that's uh, what I'm well, saying. I was ready this, to go for the All-Stars, you yeah. know,
0: and, and I kept offering to pay them. <laughs> um, but they just wanted to make sure I was taken care of.
2: That you and demand they, the magic you, to happen, it's not going to happen. Yeah, they you knew you
3: had made a mistake. I mean, right. it wasn't like you were like, oh, I'm here. And, you know, I mean, in 12 hours, you could have checked in.
0: Right. But I mean, I was just as surprised as she was when she looked and couldn't find the reservation. I'm sure she, she saw the look of, you know, shock on my face.
3: <laughs> and the best part is you didn't tell her you were a travel agent, did you? No. Thank God. <laughs> no, I didn't mention it at all.
0: Well, because I didn't want it to feel like I was trying to leverage it.
3: Right. Yeah. I did forget. I do have one, um, and it's from the same conference. Okay. We were leaving, was it Thursday we left? And we were supposed to do the um, tours of the
0: the Disney Springs
3: Good Neighbor Resorts. And I had already done them in January, so I was like, I'm not going to do them. And I went down to. Um, I was staying at the Art of Animation uh, Little Mermaid Suites because we at that time we didn't have to stay in the conference right, right. resort. And I got a I got a agent rate, which was absolutely a killer rate. And I go down to um, check in, and I'm not going to say any names, but someone helped me out, <laughs> and I got to know one of the cast members behind the desk and at like 7.30 when um, my Magical Express was supposed to pick me up and you know we had been out at um, Top of the World and California Grill for a few extra hours <laughs> I missed my um, ride and I went over to the desk and I smiled really big and this cast oh. member saw me He literally looked at me and he said, here you go. He handed me a voucher for a free cab ride directly to the airport. No questions asked. I didn't say a word. He knew exactly that I had messed up. And (laughs) I i mean, I was standing there with my luggage. I had so much stuff because I hit the Disney outlet for two days before. So I was like two suitcases deep. No way. Oh, yeah. I was I was that guy because I bought all the Christmas presents,
0: right, right, oh.
3: and uh, all the Christmas stuff from May. You know when we hit when the outlet wasn't hit right, like right. it is now. And oh my god, I mean thank you, cast member. <laughs> jay knows him pretty well too. <laughs> yep. I know
1: exactly who you're talking about.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Anybody else have a an, an especially good story that they'd like to uh, share about their experience with a Disney Cast Member?
1: I have. I have another um, restaurant experience sure. because sure. we tend to um, being two adults and being DVC members, we we go fairly often, two or three times a year. So it's not just attraction, attraction, attraction always for us. We like to we like to do a lot of sit down meals um, to rest um, and. Um, and when we were actually there just last summer, um, my brother kept saying, oh, you need to keep, you need to try Le Cellier. You need to try Le Cellier. Uh, and, and I've got some coworkers that, that are annual pass holders as well. And they're like, oh, you need to go to La Cellier. In fact, I think Willie, they're your clients. Um, and, um. If we said, "All right, we'll do Le Cellier. We'll try it because we we had kind of fallen into a rut into some of the restaurants we were eating in, and we were seated in um, one of the uh, banquet uh, tables, kind of in the far back corner of the restaurant. I mean, you kind of have to walk clearly clear across the restaurant if anybody's ever been into Le Cellier. We we're on, we we're in the in the back wall with these beautiful glass um, windows and dark uh, paneling behind us. Um, okay, and I know exactly what you're talking about." yeah, yeah, so it's a, it's a great little kind of little niche um tucked away in the restaurant. And um when we got there, our section was pretty busy. Um and we had a we had a waiter named Paul. I remember his name as well. Um, and he was uh, apologetic uh, when we when we got there, and I kept thinking, like, Willie, where have you steered me? You know, um, <laughs> you, you know, you know I, like the last thing I need is an apology up front, but I appreciate the fact that I was acknowledged. Um, but he had, he had just, um, kind of been, I don't want to say he was like double or triple set because I'm not sure Disney does that, but clearly his section was very, very busy when we, when we got there and I'm not sure he was expecting to have us. Um, but what ended up happening was All of those other tables of his cleared and we ended up being his last table of the night because we tend to eat, um, relatively late if we've had a big lunch and then we like to just go over to whatever the ending show is. So we were going to watch illuminations and do all of that. And in, in becoming his last table, we got a chance to just have some conversation with him about, um, he's obviously from Canada, um, about um, his experience with um, the college program, his experience with, um, with working at La Cellier. He had given us some excellent, again, recommendations for our food proclivities, et cetera. And, um, and he had seen that we were kind of dressed in our Mickey wear and, and all of those things. And, and um, to be really honest, sometimes I feel a little self-conscious as two adults without kids sometimes being, being in Disney because there are kids everywhere and, and everything. And and he didn't bat an eye or anything at all. Um, he was just so excited to share about his home and for us to be as excited as we were about um trying a new restaurant for being in Epcot, and then um again kind of kind of like everybody else has said, you you don't expect um anything. You know, you just want to have a nice time and hope that uh, the cast members are not. I don't know. I, I hate to to think of any time when somebody mistreats them, you know, and I just want them to have a nice a nice day because they're making magic for us. Um at the end, he he brought out two glasses of champagne with raspberries down in them, um and just said, "Hey, these are on me. Um, don't worry. And he had put two paper fast passes for the illumination show in our in our check when you know, when we so that we could just wander over there. And again, Not ask for, not you know, and and you pay plenty of 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 good money for plenty of this good food, but it's just those small interactions where you know that somebody has appreciated that you've taken the time to to know and acknowledge them, and that and that they do the same thing for you. That's kind of the Disney magic um, that that really makes an evening because that was again one of our big special sit-down meals of the trip. You know, we don't go to California Grill or Le Cellier every night. <laughs> so uh, right. he just, he made it really special.
0: No, that's a great example. And I mean, uh, frankly, Willie, you know, you say you couldn't think of one, but, but we've probably talked on the podcast three or four times already about the experience we had with our server at Toledo.
3: I was just going to say, like, that made are I mean we really would have gone back five more times if we had a t- had time to do it. Oh yeah. I mean that was out of this world. And I also think when we went into um Italy
0: Yeah, that's another good bar, example of a cast member who just just up. very subtly went the extra mile because if you don't know um at uh in in the Italy pavilion uh in Epcot if you go into um, Tuto Gusto, which is the the wine bar that's sort of the the lounge outside of um, uh, Tudor Italia, there are a few tables there, and there's a counter, and then they they have a, a really nice selection of Italian wines and some classic Italian appetizer items, um, and they have these sort of pre made. Um, you know, appetizer trays, basically, and you just pick which one you want. And Willie and I went in there, and we we were looking at it, and we thought, oh, man, you know, here's the thing that's killing us. We're looking at these platters, and it's like we want two of the things on this platter and one of the things on this platter and one of the things on that platter, but we didn't really want everything that was on any one of them. And the, the server didn't even – like we didn't have to ask – They overheard us having this conversation, and she just kind of stepped forward and piped up and said, well, just tell me what you want. I'll make you one.
3: And she did it in like three seconds.
0: Yeah. And it was instantly
3: out of this world, like out of this world.
0: So we got the small plates options exactly what we wanted. We didn't pay for a bunch of stuff we weren't going to eat, but we got everything we wanted without having to buy three different (laughs) – Thing.
3: Plates, right. yeah.
0: It was it was fantastic, and it was such a tiny little thing, but it's exactly the kind of thing that doesn't happen every day in every everywhere, right? Anywhere.
2: Um,
1: it,
0: it was just a higher level of service that made all the difference in our evening, because we would have been whining about having to pay for three different, oh, you God. know, <laughs> three different appetizer plates throughout the evening. Otherwise, you know, to,
2: to get, get what you wanted, okay.
1: complaining.
0: Right. <laughs> so.
1: Your uh, your experience there reminded me of another experience that I had that was actually in Italy um, as well. Yeah. Willie, you were actually present for this one, um, and it was a mistake on my part, much like some of us have talked about. Um, we were in Epcot just last Thanksgiving,
3: if you Pause. recall. Pause real fast. Yeah. This is not the travel agent that made any reservations, Aaron. Or-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Someone else do their job. Uh-huh. It, is, it is not, because um, I was trying to be super helpful, uh, and um, we, we, had, we had had kind of a late lunch. There were nine of us at, at Epcot, um, and we had had kind of a late lunch, and we were looking for a dinner spot after Illuminations. And I grabbed a dinner reservation at what I thought was um, the what is it Tudo Italia there in in, in Italy Africa, yeah in Italy right no I had grabbed a reservation for nine after eliminations at um, the tra- trattoria uh, over on the boardwalk oh, so you know. yeah right over on the boardwalk right. So nine of us trapes into this restaurant after exhaustions some of us have had <laughs> way too much to drink yeah a few a few of you oh, all had um no. and um and I tell the gentleman at the front uh, the maitre d that we have a reservation for nine of us and he is looking and looking and, and um and he says i am sorry sir i do i do not have a reservation for nine and so i i got my phone out and i looked and i said to him Oh, oh, the oh, the mistake is mine. I have made a big error, and you know, and I showed him, I said, he said, "Oh, yeah, that's over on the boardwalk. He said, "I tell you what though, I've got a table. We'll seat you. You don't need to walk over there." And sure enough, he took us to a, a table for nine that they set up immediately, and they t- they took great care of us and And the idea is that not not only was it my mistake on that end, but when I called the reservation center, and explain to the woman that I had made a reservation at the wrong place because you can't you can't cancel a reservation within twenty four hours. You know, within right, twenty four right. hours. She was like absolutely that's a mistake that anybody could make and she waived the the fee you know at ten dollars a person with right. nine of you i was gonna be out 100 bucks sure <laughs> uh, right. um and she wa- she waived that fee and that's what i think of when i think of like again the epitome of, of disney customer service i owned up to my mistake the gentleman was able to seat us because he could see there were three uh, kids with us that were exhausted and, um, and the adults were pretty exhausted too. And the woman on the reservation line was just delightful in saying, no, it's a mistake. It's okay. Um, we'll take care of it. So,
0: See, I- I'm really impressed that Tutto Italia was able to find a table for nine because there's not very many of those in that restaurant. It's not a big place.
3: It was Thanksgiving and it was pretty late. I mean, we, we ate at like nine 30, nine 45. Right, right. Yeah. And I literally sat at the end of the table and all I said the whole meal was, thank God this wasn't me. Thank God
1: this wasn't me. Because <laughs> <Yeah, it's laughs> I would have never heard the end of like, Oh. <laughs> no, no, nobody ever says anything about it. I'm the one that has to bring it up. So if it had been Willie, it would be brought up at every oh, dinner. Every day.
2: Who's <laughs> <laughs> the black sheep? Oh, yeah.
0: All right. Uh, any, anybody else have any, any stories that you want to make sure you share that, that, you know, you don't want to miss the opportunity to mention.
2: Well, just because, um, um, she is absolutely worth mentioning. Um, not that it is, was any one single incident, but, um, uh, we are, our DBC is at Kadani village in animal kingdom. And, um, when we first started uh, going there, the uh, bartender for you know some time was a, a gal named Kat Martin, and uh, she is absolutely a, a lovely woman, and uh, she was not afraid to you know just sit and have some fun with us, you know, because you know my alter ego will come out every once in a while, or you know I'll say okay we're we're having bartenders revenge, you know, use that African rum right there. And, and she'll just go at it. And, um, you know, we still to this day, you know, could run into her. She's uh, the last I saw, last time I saw her, she was working at one of the new um, uh, little uh, beverage kiosk, alcoholic beverage kiosks in Animal Kingdom uh, Park. Uh, but she always, you know, has the time for us. She always says hello to us. She's just a wonderful girl. We're, we're friends with her on Facebook. I mean, you know, she's just, these are the kind of people that, that Disney employees, they want to get to know you. If you, if you take the time, it's kind of like Jay said a little earlier, if you take the time to get to know them a little bit, you know, they're going to give you some time right back. There's, there's not much that you can give that you won't get in return. But I no. just want to mention Kat, cause she was just, she's an amazing person.
0: That's a, that's a good point. Um, and, and I want to just mention quickly, um, uh, a cast member whose name I'm not going to remember now, but um, she was a a fantastic um, server on uh, Disney fantasy. We were on uh, one of the pre-inaugural sailings of, of Disney's fantasy. And um, it was the first ever cruise for, for my family. And the kids were, um, you know, on, on boarding day, a little overwhelmed, right? That first day when it's so chaotic, trying to get some lunch at Cabana's and, You know, I've got both kids, and we're trying to shuttle somebody going with the kids to get their food, and then we've got to go back and get ours, and it's crowded, and it's crazy, and so finally, I'm getting to enjoy my lunch, and the kids are now done and kind of bored and stuck sitting and waiting because you couldn't get into our rooms yet and all that, and you could kind of see that they were getting a little cranky or whatever. Um, Totally out of the blue, this well, I guess they're technically crew members, not cast members, but the crew member comes over, and um, just... Like without making a big deal out of it or anything, just starts teaching the kids how to make uh, a Minnie Mouse bow out of a cloth napkin.
2: Oh, cool.
0: Right? And just I'm getting to just relax and eat my lunch. She's showing them how to, to – and to this day, both kids can still make Minnie Mouse ears out of a napkin. Um.
3: Do they do that in restaurants? Just yes, for they fun? do. Nice.
0: Absolutely. Cool. Complete with flipping it up on top of their heads. Yep. Um, awesome. But but it, again, it was one of those little things where nobody asked for it. It wasn't a big deal. It didn't cost anybody anything. But it was absolutely invaluable. Like she read the room perfectly, right? It was just what they needed, and it, it made the rest of that evening go great.
1: And it was just what you needed too, as a parent, you needed a few moments.
0: Exactly. And it wasn't like, I mean, I've seen at other places, you know, people trying to be helpful, kind of misreading it, right? And it scares the kid or it is overbearing or uncomfortable. It was none of that. It was just the right tone, just the right touch, just the right feel and engage the kids and, you know, just priceless absolutely priceless
3: and it was probably only five minutes it wasn't like it was two hours you know it was the five minutes where you You got to finish your food
0: that was one of the things that impressed me because i i would say she probably spent a good 15 20 minutes with him just showing him and chatting and yeah i mean absolutely more than i could have ever asked for
3: so you went back for seconds
0: Of course. (laughs) Not looking that gift 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 course course in the mouth.
2: mouth. No way. (laughs) Dessert
3: time. Yeah. Yeah. Whispy cream donuts. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You've heard us talk, and I'm sure there are more. We've kind of decided to talk about this almost at the last minute at at prompting of, uh, you know, Willie's brother Jay here, who was so gracious to join us. So... uh, kind of throw these out on the top of our heads, but you heard some examples from us of our fantastic cast member moments uh, at, on a Disney vacation. We'd love to hear your stories. It, uh, just send them to us on an email. Uh, you can email us at podcast at disdads.com. You can uh, contact us on, on through Twitter. Uh, we're at it, Diz Dads podcast on Twitter. And I've finally actually accessed that account again. That Long story, it, but I... <laughs> didn't Didn't get into the account for a little while, so if you just got a message from me, I'm catching up. Um, but we're also on Facebook, facebookcom slash podcast uh, You can reach us individually if you wanted to. Uh, you can reach Tim at
2: Tim, Tim. Hicks at FantasticMemoriesTravel.com. We'd love to uh, accommodate anybody that wants to uh, come on the show. So mm-hmm. drop us a line.
0: And uh, Willie's personal email or direct email is
2: Willie. W-I-L-L-I-E at
3: WickedMouseTravel.com.
0: And you can get me directly at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at MouseMasterTravel.com. Um, any of us would love to chat with somebody who's listening to the show and has show suggestions or ideas that they'd uh, like to, to have us talk about on the show. Um, if you've got a great Disney cast member moment that you would like to hear talked that. about on the show... Um, feel free to just do a quick voice recording and email that to it, that podcast at disdads.com um, address. If we get enough of them in, we'll we'll make a whole show out of it. If not, we'll drop them in here and there because I, I love being able to share examples of what we love so much about uh, Disney Destinations. So until next time, I've been your host, Aaron Ritmaster, with Tim Hicks.
2: See you real soon. Willie Crocker. Have a wicked, wild night.
0: And our very special, just woken up guest, Jay Crocker.
1: <laughs> Have a great night, everybody. Thanks for joining us, Jay. He
3: has ideas.
0: Uh oh, that's trouble. record episode number
2: 20,
1: Red Hat.